Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I wanted to touch on deadlifts and uh, specifically my thoughts on them in terms of pros and cons of performing a deadlift variation, who should, who shouldn't, that sort of thing and also what variation to do. So there's more than one type of deadlift and obviously as I focus on building muscle, I'm going to be coming from it from that standpoint and that side of things. If you're Goal is ma- maximising muscle growth. And quick update on myself before jumping into the episode. So I'm now eleven pounds down uh, during prep now. So everything's going well. I'm uh, losing at quite a fast rate still, uh, which you can get away with when you're just starting a dieting phase. So let's say I was at the end of my diet. I was contest lean, and I was just about to start on stage or jump on stage. You wouldn't want to be losing th- at the pace I'm losing at now like a couple pounds a week because it's different losing two pounds when you're just starting a diet to the last two pounds of a diet it's like the last two pounds it's gonna be have a higher or negative effect on performance that sort of thing and muscle retention whereas when you're just starting a diet the first two pounds you don't have to worry about at all in that and basically the first few weeks so you can lose at a faster rate and get away with it for sure and uh as a whole, hunger's a bit higher, especially this morning I found it uh, on a rest day because my first meal wasn't big at all, uh, but I, a monster sorted that out nicely, which is good. And it's bearable and it's got to be bearable because I've still got 18 weeks to go. I'm 18 weeks out. And yeah, like I said, in terms of why I wanted to touch on the topic of deadlifts and because I wanted to, something I enjoy talking about, I just fancy talking about it for one. And uh, two, there's a bit of controversy over if you should or if you shouldn't, if your goal is building muscle. There's some different thoughts and different opinions when it comes to it, if it's worth it. And I wanted to give my take on it. And as like I said, I'll be touching on which ones to maybe perform, which ones you maybe shouldn't, and the whys behind it as always. So I'm a fan of doing a deadlift variation if your goal is building muscle for certain reasons, which are... It's got a lot of bang for your buck. I mean, and if you perform a deadlift, you're going to get a lot out of the movement. Uh, for example, if you're doing a, a shrug, that will work your traps. That's about it. Whereas if you do a deadlift, it's going to work all the muscles in the back of your body or in your back. It's going to work your hamstrings, glutes, and uh, maybe even quads, depending on what variation you're doing. So it's going to be very, very time efficient. And it's going to give you a lot for basically that one exercise. Yeah. And yes, you c- there's benefits of isolating a muscle group. But if you can, just do a couple sets of deadlifts and smash the whole backside of your body. Meaning work all the muscles in the whole backside of your body. Then why wouldn't you? That's one of my thoughts. And two, I think it just contributes massively to back development. It's like when you see... Someone who's really got a really strong deadlift, who's really good at deadlifts, you can tell. Uh, they've got really thick erectors, which is a muscle that runs down your back, either side of your spine. They look really thick and just prominent. And overall, they've just got tons of slabs of muscle on their back. It's really noticeable. Like if you, if you search up people like Jordan Peters, if you search up people like James Hollingshed or uh, AJ Morris, it's like, if you see what they all have in common, they're really strong and they can 
the, oh, their physique reflects it, their back reflects it. They've got great backs. They've got a lot of thickness in their backs. Uh, so I just think it does a lot of good in that side of things. And as well as that, if you are getting into the gym, yes, it can be quite technical and quite hard to get the hang of. But once you have nailed a deadlift, the skill is transferable to other movements. So if you can do a deadlift, you can probably do a bent over row. And if you can do a deadlift, you can probably maintain good form during a T-bar row. You probably can keep yourself nice and tight when doing other free weight movements, like uh, maybe even a squat, it can transfer over to slightly, you could say. And uh, yeah, so once you can nail things like a, not just a deadlift, but things like a bench, a squat, a deadlift, yes, you don't have to do any of them, uh, but that's not very useful saying you don't have to do it because you don't have to do any lift to build muscle. Uh, but some can be beneficial so like I said if you nail the basic movements the skills you learn from them usually transfer over to the other movements and another factor of why I'm a fan of them is enjoyability so I, I like doing deadlifts I think they've got a lot of benefit to them which is partly why I enjoy them and it's just a fun movement to do just picking stuff up off the ground just more enjoyable than just doing rows just doing pull downs if you want to grow your back uh, so yeah, I think that's why as well. And it gives you like a good foundation of strength. For example, if like you can have a strong deadlift, it's going to help just maintaining yourself in bent over row positions, that sort of thing. And just give you a decent foundation level of muscle mass. It's like, yes, you can do all these other exercises, isolate muscles, but you could just do deadlifts and eruptions that cause muscle growth and get strong at them and that will do a lot for you and it will allow you to put substantial amounts of muscle on fast in my opinion. But saying that, there are some arguments against why deadlifts in theory aren't great for muscle growth. Like I said, anecdotally, they are beneficial. It's like when you look at people with a really strong deadlift who focus on them, who do them consistently, they have great physiques in my opinion. Uh, so it is very beneficial in that aspect. And you can see when someone deadlifts in their back development in particular. However, some people think that these are the arguments against it. Like I'm a fan of them, so I'm back. I'm obviously going to have some bias, but I can definitely appreciate why it might not be ideal for everyone and why it does have its downsides. And uh, one of them is risk to reward ratio. So a deadlift requires a lot of skill requirement and it's quite hard to get the hang of and if you do them with poor form, you can get injured. But saying that, I don't think that's a reasonable reason to not do a movement. If Because you should learn the form, you should practice good form and then not go 100% doing as much reps as you possibly can before then. Uh, so, you can, yeah, some people might potentially get injured or might feel like the injury risk is higher than doing any other movements. But what I'd say to that is, again, do it safely. And also, there is definitely more... Oh, there's one more than one like deadlift variation, which I'll get into. So why not do a variation that you think that the risk-to-reward ratio is higher and you're less likely to get injured, you're less likely to pick up wee niggles here and there. That's what I'd definitely say in terms of that argument. And there's also the fatigue aspect. So fatigue is simply physical and mental tiredness. And when doing things like a deadlift, you do accumulate a lot of fatigue from it. 
uh, and you might have found this if you've done like a lot of deadlifts in your session or that or if you do deadlift you feel a bit knacker after it uh, a bit more tired and a bit more smashed than if you were just going to be doing a row and a couple pull downs that sort of thing and the reason why it's so fatiguing is because you use more load for the most part uh, you use more muscles in your body as well uh, as for, oh, which is why you use more weight and uh, those two things along with if you're training close to failure is going to generate some fatigue and folks say this is a reason why you shouldn't do them because if you're fatigued you don't perform as well and you can't exert as much strength but everything fatigues you it's like yes the smaller movements will fatigue you less but I don't think that's a good reason to shy away from like big movements like the deadlift because if you don't want any fatigue just don't go to the gym <laughs> it's like it is part of training you know what I mean accumulating fatigue so I don't think you should shy away from it for that reason yes you could say some deadlifts are better than others because of the fatigue it generates and again it'll be dependent on your strength what you're good at what you're weak at but yeah fatigue is another reason and fatigue could maybe make a difference to where your deadlift is placed in the program for example you might not want it at the very start of your session if let's say you might not want it at the very start if you feel like the other movements just go very very poorly you might want it you might want to do a couple movements beforehand so that it's not going to be just completely ruining the rest of your performance and that yeah that could be a way around the fatigue argument if you don't want to accumulate that fatigue and you don't think it's worth it and the reason why you could also look to see right it's not worth it in terms of muscle growth is when we're trying to train the muscle we can build muscle best by taking a muscle through like a large range of motion and when we think what we do during a deadlift you don't take your back for a large range of motion when you think about it you're not taking your lats your upper back for a large range of motion because it's it's remaining pretty static it's not really moving much so an example of why you might not want to do it to build your back is if you think about what the deadlift does if you're trying to train your biceps it's like doing the equivalent of just holding a dumbbell and holding it in the same position and not curling it not doing any reps just holding a heavy weight in that position and just maintaining it that's basically what you're doing with your back during a deadlift when you think about it so that could be an argument against doing them because that's called the isometric hold when you're just holding the same muscle length or same position of a muscle and we know taking like i said taking a muscle through a large range of motions where we build it best so you could argue on paper it's not great for muscle growth either for that reason but i think anecdotally in my opinion it is I think when you see people who like i said have a good deadlift it shows in their physique they, you can tell they look like they've got decent bit of muscle on their back anyway and on their hamstrings and next up is skill requirement that can be an argument against doing a deadlift and in terms of obviously it depends who you are it's like let's say I was personal training in a gym and I've got a seven year old woman who came to me wanting to keep some strength and stay active and I probably won't get her deadlifting and pulling off the floor eh? but if it's someone who's 18 they want to build a ton of muscle and they love the gym they're in there all the time then what's wrong with spending some time acquiring the skill of a deadlift when it will transfer over to a lot of other movements and in my opinion has a lot of bang for its buck 
So again, it depends who you are and how much time your one spends in the gym. How concerned are you about having a or training optimally or getting the most out of your program or whatever you're doing in the gym? Uh, that's something to consider. But if you're just looking, go a couple of times a week for an hour session. Yeah, it is quite time efficient doing deadlifts because it's going to work a lot of muscle groups. But if you don't want to, then you don't have to, if that makes sense. But I do think it's got benefit to it. And yeah, so another what people could class as the downside is it doesn't really isolate any muscle, meaning it doesn't train one muscle group. But you don't you don't need to train one muscle group. Like I said, if you can get away with training a lot of muscle groups with one movement, why wouldn't you? It's like it's just spending a bit or it's just you spending a better use of your time because if we wanted to break down and do different movements that train the muscles we'll work during the deadlift, let's say we want to train our traps, our lats, our upper back, we want to train our hamstrings and then our glutes. They're all muscles we'll work during a deadlift and we could be doing four movements when we could just be doing a couple sets of one exercise instead. So that's why you might want to do a deadlift in your program just because it's yeah, good use of time it'll train a lot of muscle groups. And in terms of what variation of deadlifts you can do, so there's different types. So there's a conventional deadlift the stiff leg deadlift and the remaining deadlift are the main ones that I think have a place for muscle growth or ones that I'd focus on most. So a conventional deadlift is just when you when you basically deadlift with your legs bent as well. So you can, yeah, so I will explain stiff leg deadlift after which will probably help you understand what I mean. But it's basically when you just pull it off the floor and you use leg drive as well. So you'll basically start with your legs bent and be a bit more upright and then you'll drive through your legs and straighten them as well as your back so you'll use your legs as well and this will basically i don't think it has as much of a place for muscle growth or in theory isn't as good for muscle growth because it doesn't target anything very well and bear bear with me because i know i said it's a compound movement so it doesn't have to but you'll use a lot of most of your muscles in your body so just because you're using a lot of leg drive it doesn't make it that great for your hamstrings because you'll be using your quads as well uh, and you're not very bent over like another deadlift so because of this you won't work your back very well either so it kind of just uses a bit of everything too much to uh, to train certain muscle groups it's more of a movement where you're moving weight to A to B, if that makes sense. But saying that, if you do run a conventional deadlift and you get really strong at it, you're you're gonna you're gonna build muscle. You're gonna be able to see it in your physique. So it's not the end of the world if you're running it, especially for enjoyment. But on paper, it's not as great a movement for muscle growth. And then you get a stiff leg deadlift. So this is where you basically do a conventional deadlift. So you've got your feet on the ground or on shoulder width and then you pull it off the floor with your legs relatively straight. And this will work more hamstrings and more of your back because when your legs are straight, your hamstrings are starting in a stretched position and you're not bending your legs or extending your legs during it, which means you won't have that leg drive from your quads. So this will work more hamstrings in your like back. And yeah, this could, you could maybe pop it on like a pull or a leg day or a hamstring day, depending on what you're trying to work your next exercise. And you've also got a remaining deadlift, which is basically when you do 
a Sith leg deadlift without touching the ground and it's more glute and hamstrings you'll use. You'll use lower back as well and your back in general but not as much because you're not quite being as bent over towards the ground. You're not quite in that horizontal position where you're basically, yeah, you're like your upper body's parallel to the ground as much. So it won't quite work your back as much but it'll be more glute and hamstring. And again, doesn't doesn't matter a ton which one you do. Uh, in terms of what you could potentially do if you're a beginner, the remaining deadlift is usually a best place to start because it's got less skill requirement. There's less things moving. You don't have to focus on as much. You mainly just have to focus on pushing the hips back and forward. Uh, whereas the conventional deadlift, you'll focus on like driving and straightening your legs as well. And stiff leg deadlift, you're, like, you're touching the ground and it can be hard to get the knack of just pushing your hips back and forth when you are touching the ground and starting each rep from scratch. So I usually think a remaining deadlift is a good place to start if you're a beginner looking to incorporate one into your program. And again, all the, all the deadlifts really fit kind of well in like a lower body session or a leg session or maybe a, a back session, a pull session, if you are looking to see where to fit in your program. And you could argue it could go in either of those sessions. There's no right or wrong place to put it. It just depends what other exercises you're doing, how long your other sessions are, what other compound movements you're doing in each session, that sort of thing. And in terms of a few tips, be patient. So it takes a while to learn form on a deadlift if you're going to do it. And that's fine. It's like, and there's, I mean, there's no rush. It's like everyone starts somewhere, everyone needs to work on their form and take time doing it so don't worry if you don't get it within a day or within a week or within months of training because if you think about any other sport you don't start that and automatically are amazing at every technique and the same applies with the gym if you're new to the gym then don't beat yourself up for it it takes time but just yeah be patient with it and you'll get it just keep practicing and uh, again if anyone wants any help with their form or that just drop me a message on Instagram and tell me you listened to the podcast and heard me say it here so I know where you're coming from if that makes sense. But yeah, I'll happily help. And for the most part, it doesn't matter which one you do in terms of which deadlift because all of them will result in some muscle growth being built. All of them will work similar muscle groups to an extent. Uh, some will obviously work some muscles more than others, but it you don't have to stress or paralyze yourself and analyzing which one's best just simply pick one that you enjoy that you can do with good form usually a remaining deadlift is a good place to start like i said and progress it over time add weight to it over time and it will show in your physique in my opinion and then when it stalls swap it for another lift but to be fair you can run the same type of deadlift for a well over a year without it stalling especially if you're new to the gym and you're consistent outside the gym, then that shouldn't really be an issue. But yeah, uh, choose one you can progress pain-free, and you enjoy, and you can do with good form, and you will reap the benefits, in my opinion. So yeah, hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Uh, please leave me a rating and review, as always. If anyone's got any certain episodes they'd like to see covered, or topics they'd like to see covered, then please just ask, and I'll happily do so. But yeah. Hope you've enjoyed. Appreciate everyone's support on the podcast as always and hope everyone has a great day and a great week.